moving on to more serious Topic. topics. Yeah, you know this whole this episode on in, on social media about um, Black Lives Matter. It's been I don't know. Have you guys been feeling the tension as well? I've been feeling very heavy tension. Um, not like. I guess you can say on social media, off social media, like on WhatsApp, on Instagram, on Twitter, like everywhere. I can just feel this like heavy tension and like mm. I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you feel what I'm feeling? I do. Um, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Um, so obviously we've all been super active on social media, reposting things, which is absolutely incredible because I think the word needs to get out there. However. Some people, okay, and in this particular instance, I'm talking about white people, have made the personal decision, their personal decision, to not repost anything on social media for whatever reason they see fit. Now, I wanted to ask you guys, um, do you see this as a sign that you are not involved in the movement or that you are not um, supporting the movement or do you just see it as a personal decision? I, I think it just for me as a personal <laughs> decision. Like I think I see it on like two different. You speak. <laughs> Am I coaching? Yes, you can carry on speaking. We're just interrupting Sorry. one another. Um, yeah, I feel like it's a personal decision. If you do not want to post about it, you don't have to. Um, as long as you are aware of the situation that's happening and you address the problems at, that are happening around you and you can see happening in front of you, you like it's not you don't have to feel pressurized to repost something because of other people, you know, so you don't need that pressure in your life as long as you know what's right and you are aware of what's happening and, and you act accordingly with that situation. That's <clears throat> how I feel like. Everyone has a choice. Yeah. So. And you, my okay? For me, it's kind of like, I feel like for me, it's more, it depends on the person. You know, people I don't know that I follow, like, or, yeah, the stories that I see, like, it doesn't really, like, bother me because I can't really have, like, a judge on their character because it's very hard to determine whether someone is being genuine or not. But, like, I don't know. I was having this conversation with someone else, um, a few days ago, who was particularly white, um, they DM'd me and they asked me like, hey, what can I do? I've been getting so many of these messages lately. It's so weird. But like, I've been, um, the, basically the messages, they just say like, you know, I just want to buy some advice of like how, what I can do to like better myself and stuff like that. And like what I can do to contribute and become a Black Lives Matter ally and stuff. And I think in the beginning, I was so like, okay, like I, I see you know where you're coming from and like i can see you're like mm. trying to better yourself but then after like the sixth message came about like it sure. became repetitive and stuff like that and like mm. for me it started to become a thing of like one thing i started to notice is that you know if you're just an inactive person on social media that's another chat you know but what i I'm, I'm i'm quite an observant person you know if i saw in the beginning of the year you were posting about how we must save turtles, um, you know, and then now it's mm. like, here's also another really serious issue that affects not just, well, should I say animals or whatever, but like the people that are around you, 
that and it affects people are like on a daily basis. Like yeah. when I don't see people speaking out because I think this is a time where like more allies should be coming together and almost people should be coming together. When I don't see any of that and people just continue with like, like their normal lives, I won't lie, it does bother mm. me to an extent. Yeah. You know? um, carry on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, know, what you say? And also like, you know, obviously... Um, from a white person's perspective i i mean if i were to i mean i made it uh, uh, before the, the the you know it started gaining a lot of traction i made the personal decision to educate myself and thank goodness i did that um and 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 i think you know a lot of from what i've picked up is these conversations need to be had but a lot of people are scared to have these conversations and white people because of this perception of the angry black woman or the angry black man. Um, and, and I think that perception is so awful because in a sense, it's um, you, like people are scared. Like people have good things to say and you need to be saying those mm. things, but they're so scared because of a stupid stereotype that they're not even going to say those things. So then therefore they become silent and silence is not good at all. And that's I think the thing. people... Yeah, okay. have these conversations with the people they're comfortable with. Obviously, like Thomas, you know me, you know me. Mm-hmm. You can have these conversations with us. That's where it actually starts, around where you are comfortable and you... Yo. Whoa. ...have friends that are okay. of, like, people of color. You can have a bigger platform with people you don't know and are not comfortable with, you know? Then mm-hmm. it's kind of yeah. like that. Mm. Yeah, it's like, it even comes down to like what Thomas was saying, like he, he took the time to go and educate himself. And, you know, I don't know if you noticed, but I literally started like clapping my hands. Like I started applauding you because that's just one thing that people don't realize that they can do. You know, Mm -hmm. I told you just now that like six, seven people have been messaging me throughout the weekend about what they can do. And they want me to educate them on Black Lives Matter. In the beginning, I was so like, yes, like, this is what we want. Then towards the end, I was like, but like, you can do this on your own. And, also, and it's not even in a disrespectful manner. It's just that you can. Black Lives Matter has been there for the longest of times. You know, it's like it didn't just resurrect. It didn't just come out of the, the blue during this pandemic. It's been there for for plus, for plus five years now, six, seven, I'm not sure. Mm. And you can do the most by just going to research. It takes five minutes out of your day to go in to understand why people are angry and stuff like that. I mean why you know they can you can take into consideration these stereotypes about being an angry black woman and stuff like that but why is that black woman angry it's because she's continuously always having to repeat herself always trying to fight for the same she's been fighting black people have been fighting for the same rights and for equal opportunities for the longest of times can you can you try and justify why they shouldn't be angry you know i don't know (laughs) And also, I mean, Oratila and Mayoke, neither of you look like teachers to me. And it, <laughs> it doesn't become, it's not your responsibility to educate mm. people on something that should be educated. I mean, the fact that I, okay, mm. I was uh, in, in a sense educated, but the fact that I only started educating myself properly this year is a major problem in itself. This, you, you mm. know, students should be, you know, indulging in this information, uh, critical information, long ago, long ago. 
Mm. And I was actually like I having this chat. Yeah. Yeah. Continue. I'll ask. I'll ask after. Okay. <laughs> um, I was actually having this chat with like um a group of my friends. I think it was yesterday, like afternoon, about like our education system is literally so bad in South Africa. You know, the mm. fact that like yeah. nothing is centralized to. Um, anything that has to do with being African, any issues that, you know, that are rooted to like our culture or anything, like nobody knows about that. And it's so embarrassing to like, I don't know, when you compare how Europeans, for example, learn about World War II, we we know so much about World War II, but we don't know anything about our own African history, about our own African culture. And, you know, doesn't, and the thing that's also really problematic is that it doesn't need to start with learning about history or all of these issues in an LO class or in a history class. But what about English poems? We have to learn in 19 what English poems at the end of this matric year. And none of them are African based, you know, and like, also, I don't know if you understand. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm it also gets to the point where you actually need to learn how to pronounce someone's name as well. That should be the basis. Um, and I, I still struggle to pronounce people's name, which is, which is awful. Like, you know, I, I, and I know, like if I have, I think, I think it's okay. I mean, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I have a genuine question, that's not asking you to teach me the entire black culture, but a specific question, yeah. either of you will be so open to answer that because that shows that you're really indulging in the conversation, you know? That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, my question was with a lot like now it's being more publicized right do you think it's a trend in a sense or it's something like do you think it's a trend something that will blow over in the next two three months or it's something that's actually going to continue happening and people are going to take time out of their lives to actually educate themselves and make sure that we are fighting together and not apart unfortunately you know, we stand and unfortunately i do think so because i think everything in social media goes up and it comes down but what i think is happening is the time between it going up and going down is going to shorten i think you know we're going to social media obviously everything's a trend in social media you know we're all going to go through this phase it's going to start going down a little bit but i think you know society we need to come in and, and, and lift it up again and i think it's 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 more of in a sense flattening the curve let's let's not have massive spikes of activism let's keep sustained activism and and not be a seasonal um uh activist let's mm. let's let's be on it properly you know yeah i think thomas is right i think like for most people are going to, you know, make this almost like a trend. But I think people who are advocating for Black Lives Matter at, you know, like that is like something that is coming out of their genuine hearts. I think for them, like that can be a consistent and a continuous thing. You know, I w I'd wish that um, it didn't, it wasn't so seasonal as it currently is, because I think like, I think a lot of been a lot of people have been vocalizing on social media that you know that that uh, hashtag where you tag ten people and then yeah, the awful. ten people tag the ten people. So like, I don't know if you've seen like even a couple of people from our school started vocalizing about how like why should this be a trend like that? This is almost becoming a real life issue. Is almost becoming 
challenged like you know and it seems like just something that you know everyone can participate but no one really understands the fundal the fundamental meaning and history of black lives matter and now it's just being like it's just being used as a a loosely term you know like yeah but red radio live broadcasting live worldwide so do both of you know the click song 